0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bada Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Hey, hey, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here speaking with you this week, considering last week I couldn't really speak at all. (laughs) I recorded the podcast from last week on Monday, and Quite literally hours after that, I started to lose my voice. I had a terrible cough, sore throat, congested, got dizzy and lightheaded when I tried to do anything movement-related. It was terrible. But, you know, it's funny. The universe and just life, it it works in peculiar ways. Because my intention for this year was presence. It is presence. It's, It's to be present and to just accept and love where my feet are at and slow down to really do that. And of course, it's easier said than done, but being forcefully slowed down through being sick, I had a week of some really big breakthroughs. It was actually a a tough week in the stance that I had a lot of personal growth moments for the best, of course, but a lot of moments that kind of took me to my knees a little bit where I had to break through some sabotaging thoughts, some limiting beliefs, actually address just some things that have been going on in my life and going on in my head that maybe I suppressed. And I thought, gosh, no wonder I'm sick because right now life is trying to get me to slow down to realize that there are some things that I need to address rather than continue to suppress. And so I saw last week, as hard as it was, I saw it as this huge gift and I thought, well, for other people that are, A, getting sick and don't have anything better to do than listen to podcasts, but B, for people that that just listen to this podcast regularly, that are just going through life always, <laughs> um, I thought it'd be great to just share some reflections from last week and some very specific things slash activities, I would say, that I did that based off of, you know, maybe what you're going through in life right now or the season of life you're in, maybe one of those things will, will help you. But before we jump into that, next week is a holiday week. And what's crazy about holidays is people, especially that are trying to maybe lose weight or stay on their their health journey, like stay on track, they get so nervous about the eating side of it. And I totally don't blame them because it's like sugar, alcohol, carb, mania, at least that's the perspective, right? Versus making empowering food choices that are not guilty like ridden and you can still have fun and you can feel good eating it which is why I felt empowered this week to create a taco for 4th of July. It is called the firecracker taco and I am not kidding, it is called firecracker for a reason not because it's the 4th, but because it's literally it's fire. <laughs> it tastes so good, but holy cow, it's spicy. So, if you're not really a spice person, I would opt out on the jalapeno, but I would highly recommend you check it out. Go to the show notes after the episode today and snatch the recipe card because I promise it's easy, it's super quick to make, and it's going to be awesome for any of your barbecuing and grilling efforts for next week. I'm clapping. Here we go. All right. It is time, you guys, to just talk about my week last week, some reflections that I had, and some things that I did to get through the week, but not just survive it, but come out of it knowing that I can thrive, that I could really grow from this point, and that last week was just another one of those turning point moments that I needed to have to continue to be the woman that I, I want to be. So with that being said, um, reflections. Let's start with reflections. So last week, I would say probably one of the biggest things that I realized is that the reason that I was probably sick was not be- was not only because I wasn't addressing certain things going on in my life, but I had gotten away from the basics. I really feel like maybe it was just the beginning of this year, getting the call for the show, um, having just like a lot of things that were out of my control and quite honestly just super unpredictable kind of hit me. I feel like I just really didn't get a chance to adjust or give myself time to adjust. I didn't take that choice for myself, and so I kind of just navigated as best as I could. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, I just found that I started to go away from the basics and... The basics are what allowed for me to lose 75 pounds, to keep 75 pounds off, to not go back to that toxic relationship when I felt alone, to build a business from the ground up, to to do all of these things, like to make me, and I put in quotes, successful in my own way. It, It was all the basics. And yet here we are trying to look for the next quick fix or the fad diet or, you know, the secret steps to make everything better when quite literally everything that I need and everything that you probably need is right freaking in front of you because you already have everything within. And the things that have gotten you to this point, yeah, they might not get you to like your big overarching goal in the end, but I can tell you they're going to keep you sane. They're going to bring you joy. And the chances of you actually getting closer to your goal and making progress is 10 times more likely rather than switching it up every 10 seconds. And so that is one thing that I really noticed is I need to go back to the basics. And for me, for those of you that are trying to understand what that looks like, for me, I like to have cozy mornings to myself. And I know that not everyone gets that luxury to wake up and to have time for themselves. But like, what if you did? What if you actually do? And what if my definition of cozy mornings could look different for you in your own special way? For me, depending on, you know, what I've got going on that day or whatever my schedule is, what I have to do, I might spend 10 to 15 minutes. 10 to 15 minutes, you guys, is not unrealistic considering that that's probably about how much time people spend scrolling social media or checking their notifications and their emails before they even get out of bed anyways. So what if you were to pop out of bed and do something that actually allowed for you to get your head in the right space for the day, right? Right. So some mornings it's 10 to 15 minutes. Some mornings I get the chance to do this for an entire freaking hour that's usually on the weekends and it's like the best thing in the entire world. And no, I don't have kids. No, I don't have a ton of dependents on, you know, that I have to take care of besides my dog. But I still have a life. I still have commitments and obligations and a job and clients and all of these things, right? So your excuses of, well, what about this and that? Well, what's important to you? What's more important to you is feeling good, having the energy that you want to have, experiencing joy daily, being able to take those fat minutes of being present. Like, is that important to you to be the best you that you can be? Or is giving into that excuse more important to you? Like, at the end of the day, I kind of have to be point blank like that because I had to be point blank like that with myself. (laughs) It's just, it was just the truth. But 10 to 15 minutes of just what it is that I needed to do. Sometimes it was straight up decluttering my brain. And one of my favorite journals in the entire world that I'm gonna recommend once again is the High Five Habit Journal where Mel Robbins created it and she has you quite literally just write down like what's going on in your head and what it is that you wanna focus on and the little things that are gonna help you get there. And just like in five minutes or less, like you just feel really, really good about where you're at mentally and physically and emotionally it's just, it, it's, it was so good. And so maybe I spend time doing that. Maybe I spend time, um, you know, journaling something else, like a prompt of some sort. Maybe sometimes I'm reading my book. I would say more often than not, it's a combination of three because I try and give my um, myself 30 minutes in the morning. But that idea of having a cozy morning to myself, like within the first 30 minutes or less in my day, I've already filled my cup. And I know that word gets, th- that phrase gets thrown around so much, but I've already done something for me, which I can't even tell you how many people tell me, like, oh, I never do anything for me. I'm too busy. I have so much life going on. Are you too busy for that though? Like, do you really not have 30 minutes to just be? It, it was that basic alone of really diving into some personal growth first thing in the morning that. I was not doing nearly as much and I started to navigate away from that. And then from there, I realized I wasn't as inspired. I wasn't as focused. And no wonder I started to get off track with certain goals or certain things. Um, So anyways, that was a really long one to explain, but I hope that 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 alone resonates with you of just being able to go back to the basics and thinking about that one thing or the one, like the few things. Like Think of that one moment where you had so much joy or life was like, it was ideal, right? It was, it was happening for you in the most idealistic way. What were you doing? Because all of the answers are right there. So go back to the basics. That's what I'll say on that. Some other things that I noticed too and some big breakthroughs that I had were letting go of my boundaries or realizing that I maybe didn't have any. Um, I'm not going to go too far into this cause you know, this is a lot of my personal life that I share and I love sharing my story to help the next person down the road. But I just realized that there were certain parts of my life with certain people that I was giving too much energy and too much effort to that not necessarily didn't deserve it, but I was giving up time for me and what it is that I needed to feel joy and success and like I was making progress to go and do the thing either because the kneeling or sorry, the kneeling, (laughs) the feeling to be accepted or to be wanted, or I just I I love being around people, especially people that make me happy, right? So it's easier to go and want to show up for them than sometimes it is to like say, hey, I can't today. I gotta get this done. Like how many of us do that? So I just noticed that I was letting some of my boundaries go loose and, and I'm gonna speak about that a little bit more when it comes to certain things that I did, but that was one reflection. And then this last reflection is fairly deep. And I've talked about this an, a lot. I, I talked about it actually last week from a different lens. I've talked about it, gosh, I want to say a month or so ago, but just this idea of being enough and feeling worthy and really, really taking the time and the actions and the efforts to show and tell myself that i love myself with everything that i am everything that i'm becoming and just you know where my feet are at currently i realize that is that is still a a problem and i only I, I hesitate to say the word problem because it's not a problem it's an area of opportunity that i'm still making progress within and so it was a gift to be able to dive into that a little bit more with my personal growth work and understanding what are things in my life that are maybe triggering this and why? like what what is the reason why? Why do I react this way and do I react in the victim mentality way or do I react in a way where I'm solution based? Like it was just really good to go and look back at that. And so that's what ultimately came out of last week. Within five to seven days of being sick, I had all of this going on in my head. and guys, it was a lot. <laughs> it, it was emotionally and mentally and physically a lot. But I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I took advantage of the time that I did have to just slow down and do that. And I hope that, I hope that you don't wait until you get sick or until everything blows up for you to do that. Like, you should take the time and little pockets of time daily to really reflect in the way that I reflected last week. And so let's now talk about what I did right because I didn't just address or I guess I didn't just recognize the stuff to not address it and to not take action on it at least start the wheels turning on certain things and so the first thing that I'll mention is I just recently started reading a book called The Power of One More and it's by Ed mylet. this is actually my first book that I've read from him um and he's up there when it comes to inspirational, or I should say aspirational speakers like Mel Robbins and Tony Robbins and Brendan Bruchard, like a lot of the really big names in the self-help and personal growth space. And I'm really enjoying it because he takes such a different lens. It's kind of scientific to an extent, but it also is very much like I'm a real human being and I'm going to talk to you like that type of book. And so I'm just getting into it. I would say I'm only the first like two or three chapters in. But one thing that he started talking about was taking responsibility for your internal thermostat. And what that means essentially is your thoughts, how you talk to yourself, like just those two things alone in a nutshell, your internal thermostat is going to determine how you see your life. It's going to determine reality for you. And therefore, it's going to determine whether or not you live a grateful life Or a spiteful slash ungrateful life. Um, And that was just a big thing. Again, nothing that I've never preached before, or I have preached that before, excuse me. All things that like make sense, right? But it just was a really great way to go back and look at okay, what, what, where is my internal thermostat right now? How do I view myself? How do I think about myself? How do I talk to myself? And it, it was just awesome. And from there, this is where some of the activities started to come in. And so I have, let's see, one, two, three, four. there's four of them that I want to share with you that I did last week, just on different days. And again, none of this was planned. A lot of this was just kind of spontaneous based off of what it is that I need. So again, if there's certain things that resonate with you and there's certain things in these activities that resonate with you, I highly recommend like the first five minutes of tomorrow morning, do this. Just do one of these things. Um, but it started again with that idea of the th- internal thermostat. And so I started with the activity of what are my self thoughts? What are the thoughts that I have about myself? Like how do I view myself? And therefore, how do I talk to myself? And essentially what I started to make a list of was self-sabotaging thoughts. And I was really vulnerable and I shared this list of, with my accountability group that I coach because I lead from the front. And I think it's really important to show that a I'm not perfect and B that this stuff takes work and C that i I need help and that this journey doesn't stop. it's it's continually evolving. Um, and so anyways, I'm not saying that you need to go and share your thoughts with the entire world, but, You have to start with you. You have to start with actually sitting down intentionally with a piece of paper and pen in hand and just write this stuff down. Get it out of your head because all of that stuff that's cluttering up your head, it's not serving your soul. It's not serving you mentally or physically for that matter. Like, again, I'm pretty sure this is why I got sick. But the things that I discovered, you guys, I was like, no wonder I've felt in and out of a funk or depressed. Because even if I try to celebrate myself, I am spending 90 to 95% of my time with this stuff controlling the voices in my head, with this stuff controlling how I perceive myself, therefore how I show up and if I'm actually reaching my potential, which really wasn't happening the last couple of weeks. So writing down those self-sabotaging thoughts of what are the things that are co- currently going on in my head and from there what I hope you can do and maybe it's not within that same session but it's it, at least you you continue on with it is how can I rewrite this how can I flip the script how can I turn the dial down on some of these thoughts you know I think a lot of these thoughts are from insecurity and self-doubt and fear so being able to go and like Ask yourself, okay, why am I having this thought? Well, why that? Well, why that? And where does this come from? It's going to unveil so much to you to where you're like, wow, these are my triggers. I notice when I'm around this person or doing these things, this is what happens. Things like that. And actually getting some semblance of a game plan together of like, okay, this is what I need. And this is what I need to tell myself when this voice tries to speak to me and how I'm gonna shut that stuff down because it, clearly it's not serving me, so that was the first activity that I did that I hope serves at least someone that listens. The next one is I wrote down a list of things, and I think this was the next day, of what it is that I want to see in my life. You know, I think it was last week where I talked a lot about vision, and I always say, whenever people bring out like the vision question, it just sends people for a loop because they get really scared. They think that they need to know everything that they want in their life, like for goodness sakes, a lot of us don't even know what we want for lunch (laughs) that day. And that's totally okay. And when I say write down a list of what it is that you want to see, maybe it is just for that day. Like you don't need to tackle the entire mountain today, but you can tackle the few things. You can future-proof your day. You could say, this is what I want to see. Maybe it's for that week, for that month. If you're able to go out as far as a couple of months to a year, do it. Give yourself a little bit of a compass so that way you're providing clarity and focus to your day. And if you have eyes on what it is that you really want, I'm going to expect that that's probably the most important to you. And therefore, your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions, the things that you were doing from there on out, There's a higher likelihood that you're going to carry through on those and you're going to be able to then celebrate your wins at the end of the day because you feel really good, like life is on fire, you kick some major butt, and it's going to hopefully continue that process until, of course, you need to kind of adjust it and continue to adapt the process as you go. But what it is that you want to see, I think, is just such a great way to get so much clarity and focus on the things that are important to you. So hopefully you can take some time to do that. And I would even say do that every day. Do that every day for what it is you want to see that day. I think it was so powerful when I did it. The next uh, and third activity that I did, I loved this one so much. I did I am statements. And again, this is happening every day or this was happening one day after another so I can't remember what it was that I was listening to, but I listened a lot to Ed Milet because I was reading his book at the same time and I was listening to Jenna Kucher as well, or I think it's Kutcher, maybe not Kuchar. Um, She has her own podcast called Gold Digger. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I love her and she's coming out with a book called How Are You Really? And that's going to be my next book after um, Ed's book. Anyways, going on a tangent there the I am statements is more than just like affirmations. For me it was like this is the woman that I will embody today and who it is that I want to be. Like hands down this is how I want to view myself even if I have doubt that day or even if the negative thoughts are just really freaking loud. This is my defense of turning this down because I'm focusing on who it is that I want to be. And so some things that I wrote down. I, I feel like this one's just a uh, really powerful to give an example of. But I am a light to so many, including myself. I am a joyous energy, even though or even through the dark times. I am a warrior that walks through the tough lessons that life teaches me. I am tenacious in how I don't stop when things get hard. I am a force. Nothing stops me when I have passion and a purpose. I am empathetic and listen genuinely to others. I am an advocate and empower others. I am intentional about my actions and genuinely wanting others to win. I am authentic and 100% me no matter what. I am creative at how I think outside the box. And I am strong mentally and physically beyond whatever I thought was possible. Like reading that alone gives me the goosebumps because it's like, F yes, like that's the woman that I want to like channel from today. And so again, that idea of focusing on and redirecting your thoughts to this, it's just really powerful and something that took me maybe five minutes to do. And then this last one that I did was towards the end of the week, you know, being able to write down things like what it is that I want, who it is that I want to be is now as I start to take action towards that, I have to get really, really clear on Success and how I view it and how I celebrate myself because that at the end of the day like that is where the blockage is coming from is not celebrating myself because I'm either way too hard on myself or um, I'm comparing myself to maybe last season when things were going differently or whatever the case is and so being able for that day or for that week or for that month being able to understand this is my measure of success. And then actually celebrating my wins that met those measures of successes and aligned with that, that that was really, really important to me. Because then what I wasn't doing was taking these measures of success and then looking to celebrate myself in a completely different way and then being upset because I wasn't focusing on the things in the way that my negative thoughts were of like, well, you didn't do this and you didn't do that. So therefore, I wasn't really actually measuring myself off of the success that I defined. I was measuring myself off of something completely different. And then I felt guilty and gross. And who's ever inspired by that? I don't know if any of that made sense at all. But my biggest thing is, is do you know how you're measuring yourself and giving yourself love for what it is that you do and, and how it is that you do show up? You don't have to be everything that you want to be and accomplish everything that you want to accomplish today. That's what this journey called life is all about, is having this gift and this honor of learning more about yourself and stepping into your authenticity and from that, being able to to find your power, to do things that you never thought that you could do. And if there's anything that I've learned after having a few of these moments where it's just like, again, these turning points is that... Sometimes we have this idea of like, this is what life should look like for me. This is how I've always imagined it. And then it's these moments that are like, whoa, there is something, there is a bigger plan out there for me that I never could have imagined. And I'm really freaking grateful that I just took the time to slow down and pause and learn the lesson in that moment. So don't look at these moments as, whoa me, the victim mentality, why me? Look at it as there's something bigger That's ahead for me and I just need to trust that this is a part of the process and this is actually where I'll leave you today is if you never fall down you never do anything interesting if I wasn't out there hustling and crushing goals and doing things that scared the crap out of me like I wouldn't be living a joyous interesting creative exciting life I wouldn't I would be lethargic depressed sitting on the couch being surrounded by the wrong people wondering when life was going to change but never actually doing anything about it which is a life that I once lived and sometimes you have to fall down sometimes you have to go through that stuff to really recognize what's important to you and I hope that you don't wait until it's too late which I don't believe it's ever too late but to the point where like you literally want to blow up because that's kind of where I was at I hope that you take these four activities that I've mentioned today and you inspire yourself to take action because of that. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today and for just opening up your heart to my vulnerability, my honesty, and I hope that that really inspired you. And what I'm really excited about is now that I've had this clarity back in my life is I am just so excited to work towards my World Ninja Finals that's happening in July. And I am so excited to throw some freaking weights around <laughs> like I love being strong I love feeling powerful and with that being said I'm going after you know a specific goal of just being my strongest mentally and physically for that July date and I want to take people along for the ride with me and so if you're looking like I said to really just tap into your strength mentally and physically and emotionally and build a routine that's like realistic that doesn't make you feel overwhelmed and that allows for you to show up the best you come talk to me i'd love to have you join i'm going to be starting it in july which is only a few days out um and let's get you going but until then guys reach out with questions about the new program go try those firecracker tacos enjoy your fourth of july and i will see you guys next week for another episode see you then